Welcome to another edition of Dork Side of the Force podcast with Suze and Meg. This week we're going to talk about Thrawn Treason, Delray's book, Star Wars book. Delray is putting out Star Wars book at such a quick pace. For me personally, I have a tough, I'm having a tough time of reading one book a month when it comes to just Star Wars. But this book, Thrawn Treason, this one, I, I couldn't wait for. Of all the books on the list, I was like, this is a day one book. I'm getting this at the very start. For To me, it was one of the most anticipated Star Wars books on the calendar. I love the first two books of his new trilogy. And Thrawn quickly became a favorite character of mine. But now I'm going to ask for you. I know I, I feel like you, you felt similarly, not as much as well. But Meg, did Thrawn Treason live up to the hype for you? It was not a terrible book. However, I was slightly disappointed by the end. I, so I loved the first book. I loved getting to know Thrawn, getting to see him um, rise up into the Empire and things like that. Uh, The second book felt very, I, I wasn't quite sure what it was trying to accomplish, just I liked the callback to the Clone Wars stuff and things like that, um, but it just was not a very memorable book for me. And knowing what, knowing how Rebels ends, here we go again with not giving out Rebel spoilers. Um, I was I was excited for this book. I wanted to see how it would lean into that, um, but I had a really I had a really hard time with this book. But how did you feel when you got to the end? Yeah, I had a hard time with the book, too. Yeah. I was actually, I was kind of, again, I agreed with you. It wasn't a bad book. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't a great book either. I just kind of didn't care for it. It was like slowly, it was a slow-paced book. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting, like, a lot of action. And it was at the end. But at the same time, I kind of, like, got to the end and thought to myself, like, I was like, yeah? Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> that's, that, it? That, that's it? That, that's where we're, we're going to go with this. Okay. Like, because... I mean, look, spoil. Okay, so if you're listening, spoiler alerts. Like we're talking about the book here, but it, it just it didn't feel complete. Like that's how I felt. I got to the end and was just like, okay, where's the rest of the book? Like what else is supposed to be happening here? Because like you, while as we discussed in a previous podcast, I did not finish Rebels. I do know what happened at the end because okay. <laughs> I kind of needed to. You know, I just sort of need to know these things. That that's very true. Yeah, so I kind of was like, it didn't really like. I don't know. It was just tough because it didn't really lead into anything that made sense to me. Yeah. When I so when I got to the end of this book, I actually had to look up. I'm like, is this just a trilogy? Like, is this it? Because I was like, it feels like you're leaving it open for more things. But also, like, it's a conclusion. But I am not satisfied at all. No, and that was, I was like, because I was, I was like, I could have sworn this was a trilogy. Like, in my mind, I was like, why did I think this was a trilogy? Because the same way, I got to the end, and I thought, there was more, right? Like, there's going to be another book coming, because there's no way it ends this, it ends like this. Right. And it just, it just felt odd. It felt, it, it felt a little off from everything that had happened up until that point. I don't know, like, it felt a little too neat, certain parts of it. Mm-hmm. And it definitely was a slow pace till you got to the end. But Thrawn, while I enjoy Thrawn and I I like his character and his sort of the way he thinks and the way he can deduce things, I also felt like in the third book he was too perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of there comes a point where your character kind of 
and needs to fail or something needs to happen where they can like get past it or find a way around something or like grow and like, oh, I failed, but I can keep going or, you know, I'm not perfect all the time. No, Thrawn is just apparently perfect always. And that just got, I, I got really annoyed. Um, It's not that I don't like his character. It's not that, I, it's not even that I didn't like the story over the three books. It's just that what are we, I don't want to say like, what is the point? But also like, why? <laughs> what is the point? What are we, like we, if I have not read the original Thrawn trilogy, um, but I kind of know enough about it to know like what the origins of Thrawn are. We we took this character from Legends and we brought him into canon. And that was great at first. And then the question kind of became like, what what was the purpose of bringing him here into this time period within the Star Wars timeline? And that's actually one of the problems I think Timothy Zahn, who wrote the books, had is that he was trying to tell a very, very big story within this very small time frame between episodes three and four and I think he really struggled with that I think he wanted to go too big with this huge threat that we've never heard of before and it kind of just didn't feel like it fit it didn't feel like it worked at least it didn't work for me yeah and I see I you know including myself you know there's people speculating that like the grisk however they're pronounced that they um you know, maybe the point of it was to sort of build up this new threat for something down the line as far as like maybe TV series or mo- like the new trilogies go. Because despite, you know, the battle that happened in the book, all it did was was take down a couple of ships like they didn't actually get into the heart of the Grisk and like what they are and their intentions as their goal. Like, are their goals you know, domination. Do they want to create their own empire? I mean, I feel like they sort of touched on it because it seems like they were slave traders, but it didn't actually, like, we don't know, we don't know anything. We still don't know anything about them. And it was just tough to even like, like, I don't, I don't want to say care about them because I don't think that's the right word either, but I just found it difficult to worry about them when like, oh, you're the empire and you're worried about this other thing. Right. I thought there was going to be more since Eli Vanto came back. I thought there was going to be more with Eli and the Chiss and why Thrawn had come to the Empire. And there was going to be a lot more going on as far as like his background and his intentions and that. And it didn't really seem to touch on enough of it at all. And if the Grisk do play some kind of role in whatever's happening the rest of this year in Star Wars land um that would explain the timing of this release because like as much like I did look forward to this book and I I'm glad that I read it and I'm glad that I have you know that story in my head but I couldn't help but think at some points like why would you release this now if it doesn't have some kind of greater impact on the story to come. So if it does, then I'm okay with that. And that makes total sense to me. If it doesn't, you know, we could still get more stories. Like in the interview that Timothy Zahn did with the Star Wars show, the impression that I got is that he is open to or there will be more Thrawn. It just won't necessarily be like a continuation of this specific series like if it's a trilogy and it's done but that doesn't mean that there won't be more thrawn at some point so it could just be that they're disconnected and they'll be more later but like i want there 
I, I'm kind of really craving as many connections to whatever's happening in episode nine as possible. And, you know, they're they're smart. They know what they're doing. But I just I want there to be something bigger that this is leading into. I have I don't remember where I saw the theory. There is a theory that Snoke is a Grisk, which would help make these connections um because we don't know what's going on with him because like he was here and he was this major threat and now he's you know he's gone supposedly so um you know we don't know who's dead and who's alive who knows i want phasma to not be dead but that's just me so there's that theory uh we just you know again with the speculation who knows it's interesting like i I didn't see that theory that you know you know people saying that snow could be a grisk um, I don't I don't necessarily see it, but like mm-hmm. you said, the fact that he was also supposedly killed off in episode eight would make it more difficult than to have that full connection. Yeah. Um, but then at the same time, it you know, I, again, we don't know what episode nine has to bring, but if you're bringing Palpatine back and like the Emperor is going to be in it somehow in some shape or form... You know, he's always been the biggest of the baddest of the baddies. So if you bring in the Grisk, you you threaten that sort of notion that he is the baddest of the bad guy. Because right. the Grisk scare everybody, not just, you know, regular people of the galaxy or the Resistance or the Rebels or whomever they were at the time. But they also scared the people, you know, of the Empire. You know, right. so because there was a line in the book of something like... You know, Palpatine was aware of them. He just wasn't worried for about them now. He, you know, it wasn't it was something. I'm like paraphrasing, but it was something along yeah. that nature. Like he just wasn't worried for them now. Like they're not a threat now, so he's not concerned with them. But I just feel like if you bring them in for Episode Nine, you what's gonna like everybody's gonna like band together and like fight this group. That it, it doesn't to me like that doesn't make sense. Right. I was gonna say, but then the theory is like maybe it's not for this trilogy. Maybe it's for you know the trilogy coming starting in 2022, or it's for the one that Ryan Johnson is you know working on that the bad guy so to speak in those trilogies. If it's not an old Republic trilogy is that you know the grisk are the new bad guys and that's who the people of the galaxy now have to fight and that would also make sense and would make this book connect back to something i just i had a really hard time caring about these characters like they're important to the story and like they're interesting enough but like when i'm reading the most important thing to me when i'm reading a star wars book is that i care about these people that I'm reading about and what they're getting into and what they're doing and whether or not they're going to be safe and live through whatever the threat is. And I I don't know, I just struggled. You know, I wanted more Eli and we got more Eli, but I guess not in the way that I wanted, but I'm not sure what I was expecting. Yeah, like I wanted to like this book a lot more than I did. And I just think, I almost wish that I would have read the first and second ones again before reading this one. Because it's been a while since I read Thrawn, I guess more recently since Alliances, which is the second book. But kind of wish I would have gone over them again because I didn't. And I think I was a little bit lost in the beginning, but I read them back to back. Right, right before um, alliances had come out, so like I really enjoy. I actually enjoyed the second book a lot. I, I actually liked the alliances better than I liked the first book, but I really liked the first book a lot. So that's why I was like super excited about Treason coming out because in my mind, I'm like, yes, here we go. Like we get to continue this amazing story and get to see where these things are going. Because I really in, in alliances, I really actually enjoyed Anakin slash Darth Vader and Thrawn's 
connection and like their interactions with each other. But in this one, he seemed so much more stiff than yeah. he had been in the previous books. Like I know he's this calculating guy, you know, this calculating person, and he sees things in a different way, which is fine. But it just seemed like suddenly any personality just was like cleared away from him, and he was like almost like this robot. And I was like, what happened? <laughs> what what happened between these two books to you that suddenly, like, you're not this interesting character? And it just, it, it got to, yeah, it got to be a little too repetitive and redundant for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I didn't dislike the book, so it kind of does sound like that. But I just, I wish, I wanted to, I wanted more. I think that's a lot of it, too. Like, I wanted to learn more about him and these characters and his intentions and his relationship still with like the Chiss Ascendancy and I wanted to know more about the Skywalkers or what they're called you know their force users and I just feel like there was a lot of surface and not a lot of depth to the book. Yeah like if you're going to make him like that give us a reason why he is suddenly like that because you know if you explain it and you give a good reason then okay I can I can understand that. I can forgive that. And I can, that's, you know, it's plot. It's part of the book. It's part of his character development, but he's just that way. And you kind of just have to deal with that through the whole book. And you're like kind of waiting for him to kind of break out of that and for like something to happen. And it just, he's just the same the whole way through. And I, I love Thrawn and I, I love Timothy Zahn in the way that he writes. And he, it's, it's a well-written book. It's just story-wise. I just, I don't know what happened. I wonder, too, like, just sitting here thinking about it, you know, maybe we don't get more Thrawn because of, you know, things that happen in Rebels, so we don't get more Thrawn later. But that's not to say we can't follow Eli and his story. Right. So maybe it's not, maybe it is a Thrawn trilogy because Thrawn was the sort of central character of these three books, but maybe, you know, we start going down a new path maybe timothy zahn starts writing about eli and what he's doing on like the chiss ship and his interactions and the threats that they're facing and you know we start going into a whole new star wars realm because right now while yeah everything sort of has been tying back to you know the central story maybe they're looking at this as a way to sort of go beyond that and that would make total sense. And I would love that. And I think a lot of us would really like more Eli and for his story to continue because, like, we do not have enough of him. Like, we need more of him in our lives. We want more of that. Give us more. Yeah, I, I would I would, I would, would enjoy that a lot, too, if they sort of uh, kind of said, okay, like, Thrawn's story is done for now. Um, mm-hmm. So let's follow this new path and sort of this new thread that we created and see what happens over here. Right. Because, like, without, again without saying anything Thrawn is not necessarily gone forever we just don't know where he is so um so he could come he probably should or will come back somewhere at some point but we just have no idea what's happening and that's you know a whole other they have they're you know what they are doing the more that I think about it they're giving themselves a lot of branches to go off into because they're gonna need those because this central story that's been happening for forever, it feels like, is ending. So, and Star Wars is not ending. Star Wars will never end. It will be forever. They are giving themselves as many directions to go in as possible, which is amazing. And I love it. And I'm so happy. Um, you know, I think just 
part of the problem right now is that a lot of like I personally am always looking for these big connections and like hoping for what's to come. But it's easy to forget that like they do have to do some setup. You're right. Um, Because, you know, after this year, they're just they have to go other places. And that's good. It's a good thing. It just I think it's a little bit frustrating because we know that something big is happening in in, um, you know, the future of the story that we have right now. We just don't know. <laughs> and it, it was frustrating, too. Like, I agree, just because, like, it also didn't feel like a final book of a trilogy. Like you said, it was just sort of, it just sort of was. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and you know, again, I, I didn't, again, I didn't dislike it, but I just, I guess, it, you know, I think the biggest issue is it wasn't what I was expecting. So my ex, so I had to align my expectations with what it actually was. And I think I had a difficult time in doing that. I'm wondering if a second read through, like knowing where it ends up, if you would kind of get more out of it the second time. I feel like this is one of those books where that would happen because there's like as much as like the story kind of ends and you're not expecting it to just end that way. Um, you know, there there's probably maybe some more details that you might have missed. Like I know I probably missed some things just because I was having a hard time at some points. So I was just kind of reading it and trying to figure out where it was going. So maybe if you're not trying to focus on like, oh, this is how it ends, then it would be better the second time. I might try reading it a second time if I ever have time because you know what? They just keep putting out more books. Keep coming. And I, by the way, am not mad about that at all. Uh, give me more Star Wars books. I know there are some people who say, like, it's too much. Um, I don't think you could ever have too many books. Like, Guilty. Th- there yeah. are a lot, and there are a lot <laughs> more coming. The later that the year goes on, the more books we're going to get. There's just, at this point, there's too many new ones to go back and read ones that already exist, especially if you're reviewing them, because yeah. it just takes a little longer. <laughs> I do, oh, look, I love books, and I'm I'm guilty. I was I, I came. I was like, it's too much at one time. I love books. <laughs> My thing is, I also love to read not Star Wars books. That so is, that's true. I have so, a lot of those. So if there's one Star Wars book a month, like it's I have to make the tough choice. Like, do I read Star Wars or do I read you know somebody else's book that I was looking forward to? And I know like and there's only so much time to do any of any of this stuff. And I read a lot. I've read. 20 over like you know more than 20 books this year you know I, like I enjoy reading but it's just it's just I feel like as soon as I'm done with one a new book has come out like Star Wars book and I'm like oh here we go again so like a crash of fate I think is that what it's called mm-hmm. it has come out I think I read like two pages and I was like I'll, I'll pick it up at another time I just can't do this right now <laughs> it is it is very good it's really good it's just yeah like it's one of the, it's also though one of those books that you can wait on and put it down and pick it back up it's worth it um but yeah that's that's the thing that the one thing about there being so many star wars books is like you do have to choose and there are instances where you have to say like this is an important book i need to read this and then there are the this is will probably be a good book but i don't have time for it right now and that's fine um because you have some books that are coming out that are probably going to be very important to read before the movie. I'm blanking on the name of the adult novel, but that one is like going to set up where we're going to come into in um, episode nine. So that one will be important, for example. So we'll have to read that one. You don't have to, but I'm going to. Um, (laughs) But then there's like A Crash of Fate, which is technically marketing for Galaxy's Edge, but 
just to warn you, it does not feel like you're reading a book that is advertising a theme park. It is a very good story, um, but not one that you necessarily have to read right away. So Got it. Well, maybe I will hang on to it. Yes. You can uh, read it eventually, though, because it's good. But yeah. Spark of the Resistance. I was just looking that up as well. That's the book that should... That's the journey to Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker. So Spark of the Resistance. Yes. And the Journey 2 books um, come out, like, pretty soon, or they start coming out pretty soon before the movie. And so they give you time to read all the material because it's books and comics and things, but also it's not enough time because it's just a lot to take in. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes, I guess. I'll ask you if from now on. I'll say, hey, should I read this book? <laughs> and you can let me know. Yes, I, I will do that. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I'll eventually get to them, though. Yeah, I just, I, we are probably going to, I guess, if you want to call it a good thing, after, like, November, we're going to get a break in new books that come out, just because I think we're all going to need one. Not to say that we're not going to enjoy whatever we get in the next couple months, but it's going to be a lot of Star Wars in a very short amount of time. So, like, even people who love Star Wars and say that, you can never have too much Star Wars. They're going to need a little bit of time to breathe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so, a lot of content in general coming out in November with the Mandalorian and then the lead up to Star Wars, episode nine. So, and then the, the rise of Kylo Ren comic, you know, miniseries. Yeah. There's like a couple books, comics, video game, Mandalorian. It's all coming out like within weeks of each other. And I'm like, you know, in a perfect world, I would take out time off from my job <laughs> so that I could consume all the Star Wars. I can't do that. I would love to. I can't. But it's going to be, like, just a lot of a lot of reading. Darn. I have to yeah. read? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be good. I'm going to read the Journey to Skywalker, the Episode 9 stuff. I was just kidding. But I'm definitely going to read that. Yeah. I just might need a little, I just need a little break right now. Yeah. All right. Well. Meg, thanks again. I enjoyed chatting about Thrawn Treason. Maybe we get an Eli Vanto book next, and I definitely would read that one as well. Yes, please. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.